Okay, good morning. So it's another beautiful morning. A bit different from yesterday's sunshine, but perhaps you can appreciate the coolness, the mistiness, the dampness of this mountain climate. Appreciate it as an opportunity to notice how the heart responds to these changing conditions. So last night I briefly mentioned how in the later Buddhist tradition the practice is sometimes spoken of in terms of the two wings to awakening being wisdom and compassion. And with that analogy of the two wings we can understand that we need both wings to be equally well developed if we're going to fly. And so far on this retreat we've mostly been focusing on the wisdom wing. So this morning, I'd like to bring in the compassion wing a little more directly. Now, as most of you know, compassion is the second of the four heart practices that together are known as the four Brahma-Vihara. So metta, or kindness, is the first one. And it's followed by compassion, appreciative joy, and equanimity. And a couple of days ago, we did a guided metta meditation to orient the heart towards kindness, friendliness, warmth, goodwill. And then when we've established a strong foundation of kindness, we can turn that kindness towards what's painful, difficult, and challenging. And then that metta naturally transforms into compassion, So compassion is the capacity to turn towards pain, towards stress, distress, dukkha of all kinds, and to meet that dukkha with kindness and care, instead of perhaps our more usual avoidance, denial, resistance, judgment, anger, despair, and so on. So compassion has a specific orientation towards dukkha of all types. And because of this, it's harder to misuse it as a strategy to avoid discomfort. I mention this because sometimes metta can be unconsciously applied as a way to get rid of painful emotions, such as anger or grief. It can be tempting when we touch into some kind of difficult emotion to use metta as a way to try to erase those painful feelings and distance ourselves from them. This might work as a short-term strategy, but eventually we have to face into or up to those difficult feelings. And this is where compassion can be so powerful. It's harder to cheat with than metta because it asks us to get up close to feel, to know that pain. Not as an exercise in masochism, but as a means to help it release. Now, this is not easy for several reasons. One is that for most of us, turning towards pain is deeply counterintuitive. As human beings, we're hardwired to some extent to try to avoid any kind of unpleasantness wherever possible. So because of compassion's association with pain, people often have a strong unconscious resistance to this practice. 
And it's true, many of us come to the Dharma in the first place to try to get away from suffering. So to be invited to turn towards pain, it can be discouraging or even doubt-inducing. Inevitably, though, there are times on this path where pain does come up. And when it does, it's easy to fall into the trap of believing that we did something wrong or that there's something wrong with the practice itself. And when we do come into direct contact with pain, it often reveals our unconscious escape strategies very clearly. It reveals our unconscious beliefs about what's supposed to be happening and what shouldn't be happening. So we need to go gently with compassion practice and to respect any resistance or even fear that might come up. The other night in my talk on right effort, I mentioned how we seem to be pretty binary creatures and we seem to fall into extremes of all or nothing. And this is common in relation to compassion practice too. We tend to either reflexively avoid, deny, ignore on the one hand or go to the opposite extreme and assume that we're supposed to drill down into our deepest, darkest traumas and stay there because anything less than that is somehow cheating. But neither of these approaches are healthy. So instead, what we're aiming for, again, is the middle way. We're trying to find a more balanced approach so that we can gently expand our comfort zones, gently increase our capacity to be with what's difficult instead of trying to blast through our defenses which actually is a form of violence to ourselves so this morning I'll offer a guided meditation just to invite us into this exploration of compassion and I'll be combining a few different approaches we'll be using energies and images and phrases And the phrases that I'll be using are, I'm aware of this pain, I care about this pain, may this pain release, and may I know peace. There are just a couple of aspects of those phrases that I'd like to highlight now. So in my own practice, when I bring in the first two phrases, I'm aware of this pain, I care about this pain, It's an invitation or even a kind of test to see if that's true, to see if I can, in fact, find the willingness to acknowledge what hurts, to stay present with it, to gently investigate it and to get to know all the nuances of how this pain is showing up in the body, the heart, the mind. Sometimes, though, depending on the situation, those first two phrases can reveal some degree of resistance, perhaps anxiety or fear or numbness. And if that's the case, then I might try to bring compassion to that reaction itself, which can help to soften it. At other times, though, those two phrases might reveal a stronger resistance, And in that case, I might choose to back up a little 
and to work with a less painful situation to begin with to help build the compassion muscle, so to speak, before I come back to that more challenging situation. Or, if the resistance is super strong, I might recognize right now is not the right time, and I might need to do some other kind of practice instead. Maybe just mindfulness of breathing to soothe and steady the heart and mind. So after testing my own responses with the first two phrases, if there does feel like there's enough capacity, then I can continue with the next two phrases. May this pain release. May I know peace. So the first stage is getting to know the pain. And then we do, when we do have more intimacy with it, we can invite it to release. Now, this is not intended as an exercise in wishful thinking, some kind of prayer even. But instead, it's a reminder of the possibility of relief from pain. And this is what distinguishes compassion from empathy. Empathy feels the hurt and the distress fully, whether that's our own hurt or someone else's. But the danger of empathy is that it can overwhelm our capacity to be with the pain and lead to empathy burnout. Now, in the Buddha's teachings, compassion always includes the wish to relieve suffering wherever possible. And it's that orientation to the relief of suffering that helps to make it more bearable. So first, we get to know the nature of the pain more fully. And then from that achievement, we might get a clearer sense of what might help to relieve it. And we can help ourselves in that direction by perhaps consciously imagining living without that pain, stress, distress, suffering. Even as an imaginative exercise, what might it feel like? to truly know peace. So we can visualize being free from dukkha, attune to that potential peace as vividly as possible and invite it in to our bodies and our hearts and our minds to see if we can get an immediate felt sense of that freedom from suffering. Now, when working with other people in this practice, we need to take care that this aspect doesn't turn into wishful thinking or unrealistic expectations. So just as an example, if somebody has a terminal illness, when we say, may your pain release, may you know peace, we're not trying to avoid the reality of their situation by imagining a miraculous recovery. We're always adjusting the practice to suit the actual circumstances. So in that case, we might imagine the person just spending time with family and friends and feeling loved and cared for. And we can tune into those experiences as moments of ease and peace. So there's a lot more that we could say about all this, but I'd like to leave time for some actual practice. So I'll leave it at that for now just invite us into an exploration of compassion together.